Hey guys, so this is the fourth podcast. Today we're going to be talking to Annie Hong and Eric D. Winter, so it's going to be a little bit different. Annie is a sophomore studying economics and psychology, and Eric is studying electrical engineering. So Annie, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and why you chose psychology and economics? I kind of always know, well, I guess since high school, I know I want to do psychology. Before, I thought I want to do political science, and then, so my first quarter here at UW, I took a bunch of classes like that, and... I was just kind of burned out by the endless essays. I enjoyed it, but I was just kind of, I don't know, I just didn't like it as much. So that's why I was like, oh, I'm actually missing kind of more math, more analytical things. So that's why I took an economics class, and I really liked it. So I'm kind of just combining both. I want to go into behavioral economics. So I think it's a good fit for me. That's cool. Eric, can you tell me a little bit more about why you chose electrical engineering? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, that started probably in high school, um, my friends had convinced me to join a robotics club, first robotics um, in high school, and that's where I kind of became passionate about just STEM fields in general, but in particular electrical engineering. Okay, so you guys know that today's topic is, well, the series topic is about women in STEM, so I'm just going to start off the question with, what do, when you hear the words women in STEM, what are the first things that come to your mind? Do I, am I going first? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, it's really interesting because I I care about like feminist issues, like issues surrounding women very much. And women in STEM is something that I thought about a lot. I think it's such an important thing to put women in those positions because STEM majors are usually high paying, and then you know there's no reason why women should be deterred away from it by socialization or just by the mere culture of male dominance in those fields. So I think about it a lot. But, and then, yeah, and then in terms of my own personal decision, there's one point in high school, I, I remember I wanted to be an engineer just because I was good at math and I was like, might as well do it, you know? Yeah. But then I remember taking my first engineering class in my high school, and then there were like 30 people in total, and I was one of the four girls. Mm-hmm. And then all the three other girls have been doing those kind of things for a long time. Yeah. So nobody doing. And I have never had any, um, like, I've never done it before. I got super intimidated, and I dropped out, like, the second day. And then... Um, do you yeah. regret that? Do you regret doing that? Uh, it's an interesting thing to reflect on. I just felt like I was super weak. I feel like I gave up so soon. I feel like I wasn't standing up in my principle. Like, if I believe that women shouldn't feel intimidated by it, then I should lead by example, you know? But mm-hmm. on the other hand, like, I never thought engineering was that interesting anyway, okay. so it's fine. So it overall, like, it overall came down to your interest, too? <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like, yes, but interest is something also very, it's kind of, it's a interest, it's kind of how you grew up, like, you know, like, your genetic position interacting with the environment what you're in touch of like what you're encouraged to do you know that mm-hmm. that also plays into it like i'm not regretting it obviously because yeah. i like my discipline but i just it's interesting to reflect back mm-hmm. that's all all right so eric so when you hear women in stem and being in the stem major yourself how do you feel about it there's a number of things um going kind of what the annie was talking about earlier with um how she took a you took a class essentially yeah it's a and class. yeah and you were one of the only girls in that class mm-hmm. and it, you seen you felt like essentially 
that because you didn't already know what you were doing that you didn't belong there because yeah. there was kind of this idea that if you're a woman and you want to go in STEM you immediately had to be like a genius or something mm-hmm. like that like because there's the idea that you have to you have to feel like you're competent and stuff like that mm-hmm. almost like there's because there's like the stereotype that girls are less competent which is extremely unfortunate so when I hear things like when I when I think about women in STEM that's like one of the things I think about is how it's it's really unfortunate that a lot of girls are turned off to STEM careers because they think that they're not capable and they feel like they have to already know everything to pursue something and that they essentially have to prove that they are more competent than men when it's in my opinion very obvious that they have the ability to do it to go into a STEM field and like that's what I noticed from classes I've taken like in in high school even with like in like my physics class or like or like the harder core math classes there wouldn't be as many girls because they felt like just because even if they would do average or something they would drop out they felt like there was this pressure that they had to be so much better Mm -hmm. How would you compare that to, like, the humanities? Like, obviously, a lot of people think that, oh, yeah, like, girls doing humanities, like, that's, like, normal. But, like, you're a guy, so, like, why didn't, why were you drawn to STEM and not, like, social sciences or humanities or English or anything like that? Um, more so a genuine interest for STEM. Um, I, I'm just, I'm passionate about that area of society, like, where the progression is for humans, like... I, there's definitely that in humanities as well, especially if you consider politics or that sort of thing. But when when you're talking about human progression as a civilization and the innovation that comes with that in technology, it, that just seems more towards my interests, more geared mm-hmm. towards my interests, I'd have to say. So it seems like both of you have like kind of this understanding that it comes down to what you're interested in. Do you feel like if you were more, like, exposed to STEM, Annie, especially, do you think that you would probably go along that field? Do you think it has a lot to do with exposure, too? See, I think... I See, I wouldn't say everything's about interest, because what you think you're interested in is very much accumulation of experiences. What are you exposed to? You're very much on point about that. But I... It's hard for me to predict my own, like, mm-hmm. know what would happen. Yeah. But I did learn something. I listened to a podcast about women in uh, computer science. It was super fascinating. It's basically saying that back in the 60s, don't fact check me on that. I yeah, don't remember. Women, oh, fact check me yeah. on that. Like, I don't remember exactly. Women were dominating. Dominating the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dominating the field. It was, like, sales. considered, like, an yeah. administrative thing. Like, uh, like women would do it all the time. A, and, a like, lot of that was... Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then... Okay. Um, and then what happened was computer gaming become targeted mm-hmm. to kids, you know, they become a toy. And then somehow they just kind of flip a coin and then boys were the target audience of computer gamings. Mm-hmm. So since that time on, like all the boys had ex- early exposure to computers, to coding. They were fascinated by this thing. And then by the time they got to college in the 70s, 80s, they already know everything. They already know yeah. how to program. They're already innovating. They're already making their own apps. Uh, I mean, I don't know apps, probably codes at some point. And then all the girls deciding to go to computer science suddenly felt so incompetent. Mm-hmm. They're just like, wow, I don't yeah. know how to do any of those and then they just dropped out and then those just and then it kind of this kind of geeky 
boy dominant culture start to develop, and then that deters more and more girls. So that's very yeah, like exactly、mm-hmm. like what you get in touch as a kid, it kind of determines what you're interested yeah, in. Yeah, for you know? sure. Like, so I think that's very unfortunate, and that's something that it's very culturally changing、mm-hmm. that needs to happen for this to happen. You know? Yeah. Eric, did you want to add something、yeah, to that?、Sorry. Yeah, I, I thought like kind of what you were like touching on is which what's really interesting. What a lot of people don't actually realize is when during the space race,、mm-hmm. um, when programming and the use of IBM was first beginning,、um, this this was kind of touched on in、uh, Hidden Figures in the movie,、mm-hmm. which I, I, I really is no, it's a fan- it.、yeah. fantastic yeah. film. Yeah. I would definitely recommend,、okay. but.、Uh, It was women who initially like taught themselves how, how to, to code, code、mm-hmm. so that their jobs wouldn't get replaced by computers later on,、mm-hmm. and they would essentially it, it would kind of spur on to ensure that they had jobs. But all these coders for NASA were originally all women, almost、mm-hmm. entirely, and、wow. and on top of that, almost entirely all black women too, which was particularly、mm-hmm. interesting at the time if you consider like this was before the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. So these、wow. these were fantastic jobs, and it really gave women, specifically black women, a really good opportunity to show their competence and stuff like that, and kind of prove to people at the time that, like, hey, women of any race can do this, can do STEM. They're competent and they're worth.、Uh, they're valuable to society. Yeah. So that's why I feel like the argument that、uh, sometimes I hear people arguing like. Why would you want to force women in STEM if they're just simply not interested?、Mm-hmm. Like that's an argument I constantly hear. Like if I'm just interested in humanities, why would I want to do that? Well, to some extent, personal level, yes, absolutely. But on a societal level, that's STEM major versus not STEM major is where a country is a country huge contributing factor of the gender pay gap. Hundred percent, yeah. And you know, if women aren't encouraged in doing it, is that fair that somehow they just Individually decide that they're not interested, you know. So, so like along the lines from like what happened, like what what happened in like the '60s till today. Like, what do you think changed? Like, I know you mentioned gaming, but like, what do you think was like the biggest thing that suddenly just made STEM a very male-dominating field? Oh, STEM always been male-dominating.、Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about computer science.、Okay. That yeah. was computer. The, yeah, yeah definitely in computer science, there there was where the big shift was, and、yeah. it it had to do with gaming. the The original like video games that had come out were were done by female programmers、yeah. and stuff like that. And it, there was kind of this coin flip, if if you want to put it that way, with where vi- how video games were going to be advertised、yeah. towards. Yeah. yeah, because the toy section at the time was. Segregated. It was divided. It, I think it still is.、Oh, I haven't been、yeah. to a toy store. All the pink shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So But, yeah. I guess. Okay. My next question would kind of be like, what would you do to change, change these perspectives, change these views? Because like the whole point of my podcast series is to get people thinking about、mm-hmm. women in STEM. So what would you, what would you change? Like, what, would you, <laughs> what would I change? Or like, what would you implement? Like, what would you want public schools to implement? What would you want public schools here in Seattle to implement? Or just like a, a way to like help, you know, bring back the system or make it more equal. I I feel like any big policy talk coming from me is just gonna be empty talk because <laughs> I literally don't have the power and don't have the expertise on this. But、um, obviously, having more. <sighs> I don't know. I feel like it's, it's hard to make it a policy. You know,、mm-hmm. like 
obviously teachers know like oh don't discriminate like girls boys like you know encourage girls to do the same thing boys do you know but it wouldn't be a policy obviously more social program that teaches co- kids like girls how to code girls who code is organization that does that and you know different or i don't know it just i guess it more depends on societal things mm-hmm. less so than like a policy that would change it but i would say honestly for me like i think the most effective way is for us as individual to reflect on it and then mm-hmm. almost lead by example if you don't think that women should feel inferior for you know not feeling good at math then don't feel that way next time you're taking math you know like that's something that i i don't know if it's useful at all but i feel like that's something you can do instead mm-hmm. of asking the society to change so like changing yourself essentially you're you're thinking a kind of like i'm taking a math class i'm kind of <laughs> struggling a little bit i'm not doing too well and every all my friends who took it got like super good grade i'm feeling like maybe because i'm a girl but then i'm thinking probably just me not because i'm a girl <laughs> so. <laughs> all right. that makes sense eric any implementation suggestions yeah something that i noticed um it 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 comes down to just the way people like pay closer attention to smaller things um because i don't think when it when it comes to like the challenges for women in stem well there's definitely people that are sexist and try to make sure that women don't succeed the majority of it is at a subconscious level that's there's a subconscious kind of push mm-hmm. that suggests that women sh- don't aren't aren't supposed to be in stem yeah. i would have to say um and it's something that i definitely noticed like um for instance um in my robotics club at u-dub we were um at engineering days and we were letting kids um drive our robot for a little bit and what i would notice was that if when i was handing out the remotes and stuff like that i would immediately get swarmed by a bunch of boys yeah and they would kind of push the girls out of the way almost as like not i don't think they like they would me- they meant to do it in any way it's just they were super eager and a lot of the girls became really intimidated by that and what i noticed was like when i would try to like take it from when i would try to pass along i would take it from a boy when i tried to when i would try to hand it to a girl because i usually tried to like switch it on and off um, between boy girl boy girl a lot of the girls didn't want to take it and control the robot that, because they were girls like i i think because they were intimidated by it because they would be pushed off to the side so what i would do is i would take it and then i would go to like the other side of where the robot was um because they would all yeah. the boys would gather around me and a lot of girls seem to be intimidated by the aspect of controlling a robot when like all the boys would just gather in line like mm-hmm. su- super excited to control it that's just something i noticed it's just small things like that what do you think about that though and what do you mean like so like you you said you noticed this thing yeah like do you think other people notice what you're noticing do you think that's like a I, common thing that you see I don't, all the time i think it's a very it's a very common mm-hmm. thing it's something that i notice a lot and I don't think enough people notice that. Definitely none of the like parents or chaperones oh, yeah. that were there noticed it. Not a lot of them did. Some of them I noticed would point out, like, hey, like Lucy, for example, like <laughs> Lucy, make drive the robot. Don't be scared by it yeah. or whatever. But usually, no, not a lot of people did that. See, I feel like. 
that's why parents are so important. Like, cause that's、yeah. from a very young age. You are if you gonna let your kids buy into the girls Girl like pink,、yeah. girls wear dress, girls only watches princess movies and don't like playing anything boy does. You know, then if you're reinforcing that gender binary and gender role, then it's gonna be even harder for the kids to, you know, like. Assert themselves later on. I I feel、yeah. like that definitely from a young age has a huge impact. And even as a parent, you don't have to re like even if you don't reinforce it as a parent, sometimes your kids can feel that way. Without from, you actually doing、yeah. anything. Exactly. There wasn't any parents that were reinforcing that. Oh, don't drive the robot, for、yeah. example, because you're a girl. It was just that they were kind of pushed to the side, and there were no parents like saying, "Hey." You can do this too. Do you also feel like it has a lot to do with the way that people talk about it? Like I know you just mentioned just now, like the Lucy person, for example. Like, don't be scared.、Mm-hmm. Like, it's like as though you already think that they will be scared. Like, don't you think that it has like that? There's like a meaning behind that. Like the way people talk about it in front of girls or guys. Like, you said any yourself that、like, when you're in your math class, you feel like at first you're like, oh, maybe because I'm a girl, like I'm not good at math. <laughs> But like, where's that coming from? Uh. Okay, I remember this is was I was still in China. It was my middle school. It was I was doing pretty well with math、uh, back then, and then my teacher was like, "Oh, Annie, you did a really good job on this math math exam. Like,、mm-hmm. um, enjoy." Okay, I'm kind of translating this, like enjoying this while you can, because you. But in high school, the boys gonna catch on, and then they gonna surprise you. I was like, "Thanks, <laughs> great, yeah." So. I don't know. It's that... almost like they wanted you to believe it that way. Yeah, a little bit. But also, it's also weird because I'm Asian. So also, like, oh, Asians supposed to be good at math. So、yeah. that's kind of a another stereotype. Yeah.、Right、so like, kind of a paradox. I don't know if I'm supposed to be good at math or not. So <laughs> I just do whatever I can. <laughs> what、so. are your thoughts about that, Eric? Like going off what Annie said. Okay. Like, did you? I'm gonna cut this part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Because like I forgot the question. Yeah, it's okay. Please cut it. <laughs> Do you guys want a little bit of a break? Are you still good? No, I'm fine. It's just okay. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was what was the question again? Well, I asked her about like.、Um, okay, wait. I asked I asked her about like how she thinks that the way. Oh, it was women, with intimidation. Yeah, with intimidation and how like we can skip this. Okay, so now as we're getting like towards the end, I kind of want to ask you guys about. Like the future of STEM for women, like where do you see it going? So I'm gonna ask Eric first because、mm-hmm. I wanna hear his opinion.、First. Ideally, like it would just get to the point where it's not an issue. Like it's not like oh, women in STEM, same as men in STEM. Like you don't think about it. That that would be ideal. Um, that's I don't see that being <laughs> coming anytime soon, which is very unfortunate. I mean. It, If you want to talk about how to like fix these issues, you can talk about public policy and all that kind of thing. Yeah. All those kind of things, but when it comes down to it, you're talking about you have to change, a, like societal pressures and the way people think on a subconscious level, and that's not an easy thing to do.、Mm-hmm. That's that's a thing where you you would have to first make it much more like make people much more aware、mm. of what's going on. Especially in STEM fields, yeah, and kind of realize like maybe what they're doing, like, cause I I've encountered instances where people I would even consider when I I would even consider them friends. They do things that like 
I would like think that's really like why would you do that because it would be kind of like demeaning to women and like it makes me lose respect for them but they don't know like that they're kind of pushing women down when they like do certain things or say certain things in the STEM field right Mm -hmm. it's the idea that like they kind of push forward the idea that women can't be comp they're less competent somehow and it it's acknowledging that people think this way and like this is a this is a pattern that is there that has been established in the society and you need to realize that and you need to make sure you don't perpetuate it mm-hmm. and you shut it down when you see it and that's something that i i try to do as much as possible but it, it's just i i just i try to do it as much as possible but there's only so much one person can do like it needs to be like a much more realized thing. Do you I guess. think that like so when you hear like you know girls who code or like all these like clubs that are like um, women in STEM like everything like that like mm-hmm. the fact that it's named that way that ma- yeah. makes the distinction there because like there's no men in STEM. Oh, there's no club called like boys who code. See, like, I understand all this that, stuff. but I think it's absolutely necessary at this stage. At yeah. this stage, because yeah. you have to at least get people aware of the issue. Get yeah. people mm-hmm. help those girls. But do you think yeah. part of the issue was that like we never like I know we never it was never equal like. There was never a point where it was just equal for mm-hmm. both both genders, but like because they pushed it to the side where it was like women in STEM, um, girls who code, like whatever. Do you feel like the men had anything like to say about that? Like, where's where is it for the men? Like, don't they feel discriminated too? Is there uh, like <laughs> that? No, 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 no so, absolutely so not. <laughs> okay. That's why I, I, I think that's, that way. You can go ahead. see it's like. Uh, yeah, no, because mm-hmm. guys are already dominating STEM. You don't need to have a club. I mean, no, there are clubs that have have everyone codes, and yeah. usually boys dominate them. Mm-hmm. You know, like Those are basically robotics. The, yeah. Well, he, Erica's was part of robotics yeah. in high school. Tell us about the ra- Yeah, the, did you it, see any girls? It was unfortunate. There weren't a, uh, that many. I tried to. I would try to make it a issue and I would try to like say like hey we should try to get more girls on the team try to encourage more people and that's also a thing I noticed with the robotics clubs here mm-hmm. at UW too mm-hmm. it's no better here yeah like people people like to think like oh this kind of thing isn't like an issue at UW but it's it's an issue everywhere okay. so yeah that's why we need those organizations mm-hmm. that helps women help girls to you know at least get a foot in get people realize get people aware of those kind oh, of issues and especially those girls who cares about guys those girls need to know that there are ways for them to get involved they shouldn't yeah. feel intimidated you know so that's why I feel like those, mm-hmm. at this stage at least they're very necessary so um, going off what um, Eric's when I asked Eric about what the future for women in STEM looks like what do you think well I absolutely agree that ideally there should be a point that people aren't thinking actively about those should be you know equal obviously but at this at this stage I feel like a critical point would be there are a critical mass of women in STEM, in leadership in STEM, like, you know, in tech companies, but and also holding a leadership position of women. Because people, kids especially, look up for examples, you know? Like, if there are enough pe- women who are in those roles, they can more likely see themselves in those roles. Like, and as role models. As role models, you know? Like, it's absolutely important if yeah. their mom is an engineer at this more fucking, likely yeah they're gonna be, they're gonna too, be yeah. like yeah I, so this I goes back to like want. exposure too 
like being exposed to it from a young yeah. age. Be able to see who you can be, you know? You know? Yeah, that makes sense. So um, now we're like closing off with this podcast. Are there any last thoughts that you guys have about women in STEM that you'd like to add? Yeah, I guess. Um, you know, to to all the to all the ladies out there, <laughs> uh, don't be in, don't be intimidated. You know, if you're genuinely interested in STEM, and don't feel like you're pressured to go into STEM because you're a woman for that that's not the right reason but if you're genuinely interested in robotics or in astronomy or coding or anything stem related and you don't feel like you can do it because like you feel like for clubs for instance if you wanted to join a club and you you feel like you don't belong to you don't deserve i don't know how to put this you you shouldn't join a robotics club because you have no idea about anything about robotics you just know it's really cool don't let that stop you like for instance when I was just joining my first robotics club and even my second robotics club I had very little idea of what it would entail because I guess I'm trying to say don't join a you don't join these clubs knowing everything already Mm -hmm. most people that join them have literally no idea what they're doing and i feel like a lot of people don't realize that boys and girls yeah so that's cool thank you guys for coming it was great talking to you guys to all the listeners out there that was annie and eric and if you'd like to listen to the next podcast we'll see you next week stay woke (laughs) stay woke (laughs)